Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the In Everything podcast, where we talk about Jesus in everything. We are your hosts, Alice, Mahima, and Lexi. And today we're going to be talking about something you might have heard of it, it's kind of going around, um, this pandemic that we're in, COVID-19. Oh Wait, gosh, what? what? Yeah, we're like, in a pandemic? Yeah, yeah, it's been going on for a bit now. Um, but yeah, we wanted to talk about this. Obviously, it's affecting everybody right now, and um, as we say in the podcast, you know, let us glorify you, Lord, in everything that we do, and also the fact that Jesus is in everything. Mm-hmm. So we're, we want to discuss how Jesus is in this pandemic and with us and, you know, how he's working, what we can learn about God. Yeah, and I think hopefully change sort of the narrative right now surrounding COVID-19, even within the church and uh, amongst Christians, because I feel like there's a lot of negativity and even as we try to not be negative there's a lot of general statements like 2020 was a bad year Mm -hmm. or you know we all feel this and I'm not so sure if that's the case so hopefully you know this this podcast might change your mind about that yeah (laughs) or get you to think about it differently yeah Yeah. which is what we're hoping for yeah yeah so the first question that we're going to dive into is uh what do you guys think is so frustrating about COVID-19 at the root of it um, there's a lot of things taken away, but why is it so frustrating? First, first off, it is <laughs> a deadly virus. <laughs> oh, it's, <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, it's just like, it was, it's so random, you know, and like, obviously no one is expecting a pandemic in our lives, especially, you know, like, if we look at it from our perspective as university students, it kind of like, um just messed up everything well not really mess up everything but just change our plans a lot you know like um did not mess it all up has to be discussed shortly but (laughs) it changed (laughs) changed our plans plans, right um and obviously you know it's affecting so many people people are getting sick losing their lives which is very sad and um it is also just causing a lot of confusion you know Mm. in the world Mm-hmm. I would say definitely the the most frustrating thing for a, a wide majority of people is that idea that it's un- unexpected, changed our plans, and it's our lack of control. Like, mm-hmm. not knowing when it's going to end, not knowing when I can get a, on a plane the next time and go on a trip, or for people who are maybe planning weddings or big events, not knowing when that can happen. Or when can I see my family exactly. again Not knowing, too. Yeah, so yeah. that lack of control and just not being able to decide for yourself and um, because especially in North America and in Western culture we definitely value our independence and we're a liberal society and Mm -hmm. we make our own decisions we make our plans so even though obviously there are things that are not great about this there is death and you know sickness that's what it is but I think ultimately for a wide majority of us who aren't directly affected by that part of it it's just that um, lack of control and knowing what's going to come next. I think another big thing is just the effect that it has had um, because of all these changes, because of all these different types of stress, um, just the mental health issues that are coming along Mm. with, as well as the physical sickness, but really just seeing this loneliness in the world and this, um, you know, lack of hope because we don't know Mm -hmm. and because a lot of people don't have hope 
in in Jesus, right? They had hope in things of this earth, like their job or seeing their friends or the sports that they played, the hobbies that they did. And when that's taken away, there's there's nothing that they have their hope in anymore or that's really diminished. And that is very heartbreaking to see how people, um, you know, are just being so affected mentally Mm -hmm. and emotionally um, in that way. Yeah, and I think another thing is that there's a lot of frustration that, you know, without us being in control, that it's our government that is making all the big decisions. And a lot of times, you know, it can be tricky to, we don't agree with a lot of the decisions sometimes, but, you know, like, it's hard to just accept those decisions and, like, have to live in the restrictions and the, all these things that the government is doing when it's, like, it's just been so long, you know? And it's, like, mm-hmm. oh, when will this ever end? All these lockdowns, all these things, yeah. all these rules that we have to follow. And even, like, with not having control over people that we love um, who are get, getting the virus, you know, or even dying, unfortunately, like not having control over that as well. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I, I really think this pandemic has just pointed to a bigger issue in our world, which is um, just people who don't know God, right? People who don't have Jesus and don't have their hope in that and people who put their purpose or their identity in the things of this world that seem that seem like good things, you know. Um, career, relationships, sports, friends even, mm-hmm. whatever you do. And then for the Christian, uh, people who put their hope and their identity in attending church, uh, mm-hmm. small ga- gatherings like that, you know, we, we still we still do that too, even the three of yeah. us, right? And uh, COVID uh, has really just revealed that, that brokenness in our world that we're, we're clinging to all these things yeah. of the world instead of clinging to God because yeah. we these didn't gifts. lose God. Mm. We didn't lose Jesus in the pandemic. We no. lost all these other things, but we didn't lose God. So we, we should be fine. We should be satisfied and fully content. So um, in that, like, what, what else do you think this pandemic has been teaching us about God? You know, a big thing mm. that it showed me is that, like, all these things, in, like, for me, I was very busy before the pandemic and like all these things and all these, uh, you know, things that eventually did get taken away because of the pandemic. All those things changed for me in my life. And I know it changed for all like of us. Like what? What were you doing? Like I was going to church, you know, serving at church, doing my school, focusing on my assignments, focusing on all the other things. Yeah, yeah. like I, I loved Jesus, but I really don't think I was in the same place as I am now. And when all those things got stripped away, I realized that the only thing that did not change in the pandemic was God. And he is constant. He, you know, the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And I really felt him asking me, okay, now who are you really living for? All these things got stripped away. Who are you really living for? So it really showed me that, like, am I living for the things that are, like, good and, like, good gifts from God, meeting together in church, serving at church, all these things, which are great, awesome things. But am I putting my relationship with him solely in that, or is it, like, solely a relationship with God who is constant always yeah that's a really good testimony Mahima and I've been encouraged by what you said from that and something that even at the beginning of the lockdown that I I felt you know as an extrovert 
I feel like it, it hit different at the beginning, you know, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not only are like I can't see my friends, but my source of energy is from from other people, like yeah. in in the so social aspect, um, where I was just you know alone and kind of sad, and it was late at night and there was this thunderstorm and I just was sitting in silence, which I normally don't do because <laughs> I have a lot to say and I don't really like not talking or not listening to something but I was just sitting in silence and I heard this this thing in my head not audibly um I just thought of you know wake up and just that that idea where this year God has woken me up where before just going through the motions you know doing these things that are good serving in church um working hard on at my instrument and practicing and doing all these things and we're focusing on friendships and doing but it felt like kind of a zombie right in the sense Mm -hmm. where like I was going through all these motions but I didn't really know why I didn't really apply the purpose of okay I'm a child of God and everything I do is for him it was more just, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do, I guess, and yeah. I'm going to keep doing this. So that idea where I I learned this year about God, that he, he wants us to wake up, and sometimes the way that he does that is he takes away background noise. He takes mm-hmm. away yeah. the things that have kind of lulled us and kept us distracted enough to just be going through these motions and not really see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people before this pandemic especially would have said the biggest thing stopping them from reading their word or even praying or just spending any time with God at all uh, would have been a lack of time and so God was like yeah you think you don't have time okay let me give you literally all the time in the world and (laughs) how many of us Christians were said to God thank you so much for giving me this time and then began spending 12 hours a day reading our bible I don't think many of us did that or maybe, you (laughs) you know, I think a lot of us, a lot of us complained, right? And obviously there are negatives and I never want this podcast, this episode to come across as us diminishing the fact that people are hurting, but also, you know, God truly is using this and uh, he's, I think he's choosing to use this. And like you said, he does things like this to wake us up intentionally I think that he gave us all this time so that we could refocus on him. And I, I've seen a lot of Christians doing that. And I've seen, I'm so encouraged by both of your testimonies and by the testimonies of many university students, especially that, that we know and have talked to, who are just growing so much closer to God in this year. And it's been um, a much more fruitful years than other years when life yeah. has yeah. seemed good. So it's kind of like in the rough seasons, we're actually more fruitful. Whoa. Did you just come up with that? <laughs> no, I, I have to credit that one to, to a devotional that the three of us have been doing from a, a guy, Nate. Unfortunately, I don't remember his last name right now. Me neither. But all credits to Nate. Prosper devotional. Yeah. It's it's so it's so good to to think about it. Obviously, there's two sides to every coin. And just the way that God works is that sometimes he gives and sometimes he takes away. And this is one of the times that we can see how he gave by taking away, yeah. if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. He, he, he gave, gave us more time by taking away other 
other things, other hobbies, other, um, you know, time. Consuming. I think I already said what I Yeah, I think that, you know, a lot of times we can, we can see those things as our, and I, I definitely was filling up all of my time with things that I was allegedly saying, yeah, God, these are for you. These are for you. But I was not focusing on, you know, like him first. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm worshiping at church and I'm doing these things at church. So obviously this is for you or I'm doing all my schoolwork. So one day I can like get a job and one day I can, you know, like provide for a family or do all these things for you, I guess. But I, I, I wasn't not like, I guess like that's what I was thinking, but I wasn't really like putting God first in that. And like it, it, those things became distractions, even though they were good things, they became distractions from my relationship with God. Um, so it's so, and I know a lot of this podcast called in everything, glorifying God in everything. And I think that through the pandemic, God showed me how to do that properly. Once I realized that all of it is to glorify him first, you know, so Mm -hmm. I need to focus on him first and then all those things will line up to glorify him. Another thing I, I learned about God and really cool to where I'm reading through Isaiah and just that idea where constantly throughout this book we see destruction and restoration and then oh destruction again because something you know not obeying in a certain way okay but then God restores and then God destroys and over and over again we see this and just that idea that sometimes a building like an old building that is crumbling away has to be completely knocked over and completely torn down so that it's able to be rebuilt again um where a lot of the time we just wish god would work around our ruins Mm -hmm. but a lot of the time he just wants a clean slate a clean um place to work and to be able to rebuild so seeing that this is a time where God is destroying some notions that even as Christians that we had that idea that the church going to church means going to a building and being Mm. with people you know once a week on Sunday or whenever or destroying the idea that um going to church or doing all these things going to youth group serving wherever replaces the personal time that you have with God Mm -hmm. um Just that idea where we don't need that. The church is a gift. But that idea where if we are replacing the church with instead of God, then that's not good. And God wants to tear that down and remind us that it's a relationship and not just a class that you go to to get your participation mark. Right. That's so true. And another thing I was actually just reading today was was the story in Daniel 3 of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you know, in the mm. fiery furnace, classic uh, Bible Bible story there, um, where the where the king wants these three guys to to bow down to him and to bow down to idols, and they they say no because you know they they serve God and they don't want to bow to anyone else, mm-hmm. and so the king says he's going to throw them into this fiery furnace, and they say yeah, well our God has the power to deliver us from that and save us and keep us safe and for us to not burn up in this furnace. Um, and then something I was in, encouraged in reading is what they actually say in, in verse 18 is that 
even if God doesn't deliver them from the fire, and if they are thrown into that fire and they die, they're still not going to turn around and, you know, worship idols. Obviously, they couldn't because they'd be dead. But what they're saying is that their God isn't only real or good or mighty if he delivers them from the fire. Like, Mm. yes, God has the power to deliver them from the fire. God has the power to end this pandemic. God has control and power to do whatever he wants. But he's not only good when he ends this pandemic. He's not only good when our lives are what we want them to look like. And I just thought that was so relevant for this. And I just hope that we could all have that same mindset of God is good. Like Mahima said, yesterday, today, and forever. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good word there. (laughs) Um, yeah, so I, moving on a little bit, there's this saying, quote, I guess, that we've all been hearing recently, the three of us, that says, God does not work despite our circumstances, but because of them. So I think that a big circumstance in our lives right now is COVID-19 and this pandemic. Mm-hmm. So how has God like been working in our lives we can kind of talk about that through COVID-19 yeah or because, not, not despite it but yeah because, because of, it. of it I can go first um just the way that I like I talked about already God has woken me up and called me back to him not to a pastor not to mm-hmm. a youth group not to whatever fellowship mm-hmm. but he's called me back to himself and really honestly for the first time I've actually felt like I'm building a relationship with him that is personal that's intimate that is unique that nobody else has the same that I do but you know God has unique relationships with all of us but that idea where I was okay with having like a surrogate the church was like my Mm -hmm. surrogate god or you know proxy I was Mm -hmm. I was willing to fall in love with God through the proxy of the church Mm -hmm. where he has called me back to him and reminded me that I am I'm his and so I said before I'm a very extroverted person but only because of this pandemic has God really taught me what it means to be still and to rest in him and just to spend that quality time with him and now I don't I usually don't like being alone because I'm bored or scared or um, all these things but I know that I'm never alone because now in these quiet times in these times where I'm not distracted by other people around me I get to just spend time with God and Mm -hmm. that would have never happened without COVID-19 And the fact that he took away so many of those little friendships or these Mm -hmm. big relationships and he's like, okay, I need you to focus this time and be with me now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something that is so interesting that through this year of, you know, all the world around us saying, wow, this is so crazy. We're in a pandemic. Everything is chaotic. I feel like I am so at peace with Jesus because I feel like I've grown more in this year spiritually than I have in my entire life. Um, And, you know, something that I learned this year is that God is always speaking to us. It's just, are we always, are we listening? Are we choosing Mm -hmm. to listen? Because he wants to say something new to us every single day. Um, But I realized that the busyness of my life before COVID-19 
was distracting me from listening and I wasn't even you know like maybe I'd open my bible and read something but I just close it and go about the rest of my day I'd pray for what I wanted to pray about but would I ever let God tell me something or like not like you know a lot of times like oh God's speaking to you it's not always in one way it's not always audibly it's not always a still small voice it's sometimes through his word it's sometimes through other people and sometimes those other ways I mentioned as well but I realized that I was not listening and through this year of just being more calm and more peaceful and realizing that God is in control in the midst of nobody knowing what's going on um it's it's just so reassuring you know like God God knows this did not take him by surprise you know this Mm -hmm. he's an all-knowing God um and he's using it and if we choose to realize that you know and open our hearts and allow him to speak there's so much we can um we can learn from him you know and as things slowly start getting back to normal eventually they will get back to normal um I I realized that hopefully not if that, <laughs> we're talking about the way normal used to be. True. Yeah, well, back to normal. I mean, in society society's um, standpoint, I will. I'm not going to go back to my old normal. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to make this the new normal because I realize how important it is to allow God to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, something I'd say that's just specific to my circumstance or our circumstance, and I I know not everyone is in this situation maybe you've been quarantined with your family for the past year or something but um i've just been so blessed this is our second year of university and it's our first year living into living together so we just moved in the three of us together this past september and because of the pandemic and because a lot of school was moved online and obviously there are a lot of limits to what we can go out and do the three of us have spent a lot of time at home <laughs> and a lot of time with each other <laughs> since there aren't many other people we can see. But honestly, that has just been such a blessing. Mm-hmm. And God has been growing each of us closer to him, but also just so much closer to each other. And, you know, these two girls are just such great friends. And this probably sounds really cheesy, but I feel like living through this pandemic together, I don't know, I feel like that has made our friendship strong in such a different way because of the way we've been growing simultaneously with each other and God and spending so much time with each other in the word and just like reading together, praying together, talking about Seeing each other, spending alone time with God yeah. exactly yeah. seeing seeing that individual growth and then getting to share with one another every yeah. day just yeah. like come out of my room hey Lexi Spurring each other mm-hmm. this is what I read in the yeah. Bible today like and that has been so good for me not again not necessary for spiritual growth to have other people but God has definitely just like really blessed me mm-hmm. blessed us in that way and I'm I'm so grateful for that and I know that if it weren't for the pandemic you know, I would have been at school a lot. I look back on for, at first year and I was at the music building all the time. And the three of us spent so much less mm-hmm. time together last year than we did this year. So yeah. that's been so good. Mm-hmm. And it's also like so encouraging. Like, praise God for technology. You know, like imagine going through this pandemic and not having technology. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Because like... Yeah. Even, it's such a blessing that the three of us could live together, but I know that's not a lot of, that's not the case for a lot of people, you know? Um, But the thing we're talking about, like, seeing each other spending personal time with God. I think a lot of, for me, I relied so much on Christian community, Christian fellowship. Um, And the pandemic 
showed me or God showed me through the pandemic that it's so important to spend time first with him, you know, Mm -hmm. and the community is a blessing after that. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though like I was blessed with this community with these two girls and with like my family and a lot of other people um, virtually, actually, that's my point, is that like we can still be accountable, you know, to each other, even like um, other believers Mm -hmm. through technology, through like even setting up a Zoom or something and saying, hey, let's do a Bible study. We've done a lot of those Bible Mm -hmm. studies over Zoom, you know, and just making that a point. Shout out to Zoom. (laughs) We're going to sponsor us. Um, yeah, but I, it's just like so important to keep each other accountable, you know, and like, please, we are always open to, for a message or whatever, yeah, like, if you want to reach do a Bible out, study. do yes. a Bible study with us, we Maybe are down, for real. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to like, kind of wrap this up-ish, but I just wanted to share this, um, verse from Romans 5, 1, 2, Such a Bible girl. Romans 5, 1 to 5. Okay, a couple verses. It says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also also glory in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance Mm. perseverance character and character hope and hope does not put us to shame because god's love has been poured out into our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us and that that verse is so encouraging because like it's all easy to say yeah praise you jesus in the great times and in the times where everything's going the way we want it to go but this pandemic has shown us that you know like we are not in one anyway control in control of our lives you know mm-hmm. we can no matter how much we plan no matter how much we say oh i'm going to meet up with you tomorrow or whatever or have this meeting on zoom like god allows us to wake up that day and have that meeting or whatever you know it's all because of the grace of god and it shows that even in our sufferings you know like the suffering produces perseverance mm-hmm. pro- produces character That's and right. hope you know that idea that growing hurts yeah 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 but it's necessary right because that shows us if we went through good times all the time we would not have any like perseverance in order to like go through you know things yeah Yeah, and a final encouragement for me on on the note of suffering there is that i think true victory in in this sense and this is another one from nate (laughs) um it's not the healing or the end of the suffering but a true victory would mean you know growing closer to god through the suffering Mm -hmm. and just glorifying him through that so i i would just encourage you um to use this time whatever time is left of this pandemic to to grow closer to god Mm -hmm. and do your best to glorify him through that and not be so caught up with the end or the next Mm -hmm. season or after the Mm -hmm. pandemic but how he's using it right now yeah. Yeah. yeah he's trying to wake you up now mm-hmm. he he doesn't want to wait yeah. until things go back and then you'll start living mm-hmm. for him again or and then you'll start growing and i think that's something we really wanted to address just hearing in the church oh well when we get back to mm-hmm. normal then yeah. you know that'll be good <laughs> then i'll be content yeah. and yeah. that idea where 
God is working now. Yeah. And he's trying to take away some background noise so you can notice him. Yeah. And just a, a final encouragement from me is just take this time to get to know God um, in the sense where he is enough. He fulfills mm-hmm. every desire. Mm-hmm. He fulfills the love um, it is complete in him that we desire from other people and other things, but that we can't ever get from those things fully mm-hmm. because Jesus is the only one who who gives that. And so if you're if you're listening to this and you're kind of thinking, oh, yeah, that's that's great for you guys. You know, mm-hmm. you have this relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so then you have hope. We just we're not saying this just to brag about our relationship with Jesus, <laughs> yeah. but. As an encouragement and just to let you know that that is completely open for anybody and everybody. And Jesus desires to be close with you. Mm -hmm. He wants that relationship. That's why he came and he died. He died to make a way so that you could be in relationship with God. So don't don't reject the gift of that relationship Mm -hmm. and don't. Don't make Jesus's suffering and all this for nothing in your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you if you don't know God yet, or you think you're too far, or think you're really far from Him right now, um, just know that He is searching for you. He's seeking you, especially during this time. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, just to add on to that real quick. I, it's so cool that when we make that choice, you know, to like follow Jesus and to have him have that relationship with him it's so cool because Jesus offers us the Holy Spirit that lives within us and as the verse you know in Romans 5 says that um you know he that God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us that is crazy God is within us you know and we can have that freely he offers it freely because he loves us so much mm-hmm. so i just want to encourage um anyone who's listening that in the midst of this pandemic you know god wants to be with you and when we make that choice to see that you know um it's so much easier because it's not us doing it it's the holy spirit that is sustaining us yeah and hopefully this brought encouragement and just a reminder that the next time you know it's easy to complain it's easy to find negatives but we really want to make this a challenge to be excited about this pandemic and be excited about how God is using it um, and using this suffering in the world to remind his children that he is God, that he is Father. And yeah, so we just want to close off in a word of prayer. Alice, would you mind praying for us? Yeah, for sure. God, I just want to thank you. Uh, for this podcast thank you specifically for this episode and uh this message that the world i think really needs to hear right now about you and your goodness amidst this pandemic uh, throughout it all throughout the suffering throughout the hard times and thank you for these two girls here at the table with me and just the way that you have been growing each of us through this pandemic and to be closer to you and i pray for all of our listeners that they would be encouraged to just do the same if they haven't yet that they would know it's not too late to reach out to you Mm -hmm. it's not too late to come home to you come back to you and you're still using this time you use all times you're always working 
and you're always seeking and you're seeking every single listener listener right now and I just pray that they would know that and uh, yeah be encouraged to pursue you and just see the good see the good which is you in this pandemic and uh, not be just uh, fall into complaining about it all all the time and yeah thank you God for everything and amen amen Amen. and may we glorify you in everything we do And I just wanted to say, if you have any questions at all or need some encouragement or anything in the midst of this pandemic, we, our DMs are always open. Slide in there. Slide in there at InEverythingCo on Instagram. We are there. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.